open eyes that we may see to follow the of 2021 Genesis 46 1 through 34 now it's time to see where this goes with the family reunion of Joseph and his loved ones okay the last chapter we went through was 45 45 we see that they're reunited and pharaoh has allowed joseph and his family to return to go get their father and let's see what happens in genesis 46 1 through 34 with joseph and his family and the reuniting of their loved ones and their trip 
and their time together um, with their with their father and see what happens. Let's see what happens with Joseph and his brothers and Jacob. Okay, his father. Um, sit back, relax, get your, get your Bibles, get your tablets, get your cell phones, and read along with me. Read along, and let's see what happens with Joseph, Jacob, and his brothers. Okay, babies. All right. Come on. Let's get this word in. reading Genesis 46 1 through 34 all right and the word reads and Israel took his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices unto the God of his father Isaac and God spoke unto Israel in the visions of the night and said Jacob Jacob he said here am I and he said I am God the God of thy father fear not to go down into Egypt for I will there make of thee a great nation I will go down with thee into Egypt and I will also surely bring thee up again, and Joseph shall put his hand upon thine eyes. And Jacob rose up from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried Jacob their father, and their little ones, and their wives, and the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. And they took their cattle and their goods which they had gotten in the land of Canaan and came into ja- came into Egypt Jacob and all his seed with him his sons and his sons sons with him his daughters and his sons daughters and all his seed brought he with him into Egypt and these are the names of the children of Israel which came into Egypt Jacob and his sons, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, the sons of Reuben, Hanok, and Pelu, and Hezron, and Carmi, and the sons of Simeon, Jemelu, and Jamin, and Ohad, and Jachin, Jachin, and Zohar, and Shalu, the son of a Canaanitish woman, and the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Mirari, Mirari, the sons of Judah, Ur, and Onan, and Shelah, and Phizrus, and Zerah, but Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, and the sons of 
Phosphorus were Hezron and Hamu, the sons of Is- Issachar, Tola and Puga, and Job and Shimron, the sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elon, and Jaelio. These be the sons of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob in Pandaram, with his daughter Dinah, all the souls of his sons and his daughters were thirty and three. And the sons of Gad, Ziphion, Ziphion, and Hagar, Shuni, Esbon, Eri, Ardi, Aurelio, 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 and the sons of Asher, Jimna, Ishmua, Isui, and Beriah, and Sarah, their sister, and the sons of Berai, Heber, and Malchio. These are the sons of Zelpha, whom Laban gave to Leah, his daughter. And these she bare unto Jacob, even seventeen souls. The sons of Rachel, Jacob's wife, Joseph and Benjamin. And unto Joseph, in the land of Egypt, were born Manasseh and Ephraim, which Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, Potipharah, priest of On, bare unto him. And the sons of Benjamin were Belial and Becher and Ashbel, Gera, Neum, 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 Eha, and Rosh, Mupai, Hupim, and Ard. These are the sons of Rachel, which were born to Jacob. All the souls were fourteen. And the sons of Dan, Ushem, and the sons of Nephtali, Jaziel, and Gunai, and Jazir, and Shilam. These are the sons of Bilhah, which Laban gave unto Rachel, his daughter, and she bare these unto Jacob. All the souls were seven. All the souls that came with Jacob into Egypt, which came out of his loins, besides Jacob's sons' wives, all the souls were threescore and six. And the sons of Joseph, which were born him in Egypt were two souls, all the souls of the house of Jacob, which came into Egypt were threescore and ten. And he 
sent Judah before him unto Joseph to direct his face unto Goshen. And they came into the land of Goshen. And Joseph made ready his chariot and went up to meet Israel his father to Goshen to pre- and presented himself unto him. And he fell on his neck and wept on his neck a good while. And Israel said unto Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen thy face, because thou art yet alive. And Joseph said unto his brethren, and unto his father's house, I will go up and show Pharaoh, and say unto him, My brethren and my father's house, which were in the land of Canaan, are come unto me. And the men are shepherds, for their trade have been to feed cattle, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. And it shall come to pass when Pharaoh shall call you and shall say, What is your occupation? That ye shall say, Thy servants' trade have been about cattle for our from our youth even until now, both we and also our fathers, that ye may dwell in the land of Goshen, for every, for every shepherd is an abomination unto the Egyptians. I have read Genesis 46, 1-34. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for everything. We thank you for everything. Good, bad, and the ugly. We thank you for everything. No, we thank you for just this day. Give us our daily bread. For you feed us manna every day of the week. Lord, we thank you for all that you have given us, whether it be houses, land, gold or silver, but we really, really, really care about the breath in our bodies, activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds because you have created us. The creation itself is a masterpiece that thou hast made, and we thank you. We praise you and we worship you. Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of his word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. It's time to dive into this chapter, Genesis 46, 1 through 34. So we see that Israel has, you know, he took his journey. And while he's taking his journey, he he takes his journey, and then he comes to Beersheba. And he decides to offer sacrifices unto God. 
of his father Isaac. Okay? And the thing is, God has a conversation with him. He says, do not fear, do not have fear in your heart. You know, Don't have no fear. Go down in Egypt and I will make thee a great nation. He already going, he, God is already telling him, this is what I'm about to do with your lineage. With all the people that you have with you. And, you know, and and, and Jacob says, it rose up from Beersheba and the sons of Israel carried Jacob, their father, and their little ones and, 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 and their wives and the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry them. So we know that Pharaoh assisted Joseph with the with with the journey and made provisions for them and, and, and things of that nature from last chapter. And now this is where they go into chapter 46, where they go back to Egypt from Nana Canaan. <clears throat> and this is a large family. Large, 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 large family. Large family. This reminds me of the Great Migration. You know, um, after a certain time in history, um, we have it where you have migration. Okay, I think of the migration of different, different races, different, different nationalities. Okay. Um, well, you have everybody, you have people from Switzerland and Italy and, and Bulgaria and England and places, uh, in that nation, Greece and, and so many different nationalities where they've came to the United States. You know, because they either they were either running from war or they were just they wanted new life. They wanted they heard about it in America and, and oh we want to go to this new land and things of that nature. And you know, and then it remind it you know where it, you know you have you have different wars. You have people from Ireland, people from uh, England, people from uh, Netherlands. Pe- you know, people just want to flock to the United United States, right? And then also have the great, you know, the great migration of blacks leaving the South after segregation. Well, they did before segregation, but after slavery, well, a lot of blacks were leaving the South to go either West or they were going North, right? Because, you know, things are changing, things change. And then we see we see in this chapter that things are changing for Jacob and things are changing for Joseph and they're going into a new place, uh, a new, a new, uh, a, a whole new different environment, whole new different environment, you know, and it's got to be a shocker. It's probably going to be a shocker for them that. And as we know, Egyptians can't live in the same habitats 
as Egyptians, right? Hebrews. Hebrews can't live in the same as Egyptians. And they separate the classes. That's the separation of classes. Okay. But we also know that we also know that they did not leave anyone behind. Leave no man behind. You got all of this generation, all of this generation that is leaving from Canaan to go to Egypt. And you got, I mean, it goes to a whole lineage of his family. From beginning to the end, to all the wives, to all the handmaids, to, to uh, you know, that, you know, every generation. And it's, it, it is a thing of, you know, and... It's gonna be a. It's gonna be something totally different for them. Where he's bringing all of Joseph goes back, goes ahead of them, and tells Pharaoh, "Okay, I have gotten all these people and they land and they cattle and they horses and everything. They're bringing everything, 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 right? And this is going to be a shocker. And you think about how many people." that may have migrated here from other countries, from other nations, from other, you know, and they always call America the melting pot. It's the melting pot. You know, everybody, you know, um, we just had a great migration from um, Afghanistan, where we have all the Afghans. They've come over here and they have migrated because they're, they're, they are leaving a war-ridden a war-ridden place where they're from. We see that you know it's just it's it's just if we look over a period of time, there have been people running to America for a long time. They've gone to a new place, and now they got to learn new customs, and they got to learn new language, and now they got to learn new uh ways of living um things of that nature and and and, and you know they just gotta learn new stuff so and says thy servants tree have been cattle for our he goes and joseph goes ahead and tells pharaoh this is what this is he he explains to all the men folk before they get there say look if they ask you what your occupation is this is what we do we want to let them know that we are not a lazy people we have skills we can be useful we can uh we can contribute to to society and that is how this is presented to pharaoh you know, Joseph says, he tell everybody, all the men folks and everything, we could do, we got skills. We got, we, we, we have cattle, we tend to sheep, we, my brethren and my father's house, which were in the land of Canaan, are come unto me. And the men are shepherds, for they trade, have been to feed cattle, and they brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have, everything that they have. He told Pharaoh this. And you know, when you bring everything, 
you bring everything you bring your customs with you you bring your 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 ways of thinking you think the way you think and 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 the children and this is this is like a dramatic this is like a say you move you know say you live in new york so you live in new york but you want to go out west new york is city and out west is mountain region everything is spaced out everything is is not in everything is not conducive everything is spread out and that's a change of scenery for you because you're you're seeing tall buildings highlights you know people a hustle bustle of a city buses running things like that and then you get to this other town and they don't need handle buses there you get you know it and then say you come from the city and you used to riding the train and the bus and stuff, and you go out there and you be like, man, I can't even get to where I'm going. It's a change of atmosphere, it's a change of, of environment, you know. And say you come from a different country, you can't, you can't, you live, you may be living in Afghan, Afghanistan. That's desert. That's desert, moisture, hot. You know, it's hot. And then you come living in New York somewhere. And you be like, oh, man, it's cold out here. What, what? It, get, it get cold. It's like a whole different environment. You know, so they come with what they're, what all that they have. When was the last time you moved somewhere and you had to take all your stuff? You didn't know where you was going who you gonna run into, what it was gonna be like, how it's gonna be, um, what the people gonna be like, you know, different environment and things of that nature. And, and, and then you go from, you have this sustainable life of you live one way, but you move somewhere else and the people live another way, like they're rich. And you, you know, you come from like, you come from maybe lower class or you come from middle class and you move into a place you move into a city where it's all rich people live there like you know everybody has more than what you have or they or they portray that they have more than what you have they have gold they have jewelry and they have furs on and they got cars you know Bentley's Mercedes you know that's like like me going from Pitts that that's like for me going to Uniontown in California in the middle of Beverly Hills like the Beverly Hillbillies. You know, y'all have seen that show, right? Where, you know, they, I mean, it's a totally different environment. So, what environments have you, have you seen a change in when you move? I remember the first time my grandmother I'm so used to living in suburban life. And I was a little girl then. My grandma, we went to go visit her mother, which lived in the country, in Gates County, North Carolina. And I'd never been to the country before. Never, right? And it was like a total shell-shocking moment for me. Because you go from the city and everything's hustle and bustle, and in the country, it's quiet, it's peaceful, 
And I mean, you might see the cars up and down the road or something, but not like in the city. They still got dirt roads in the country. You know, they, you know, and things are quiet and people are quiet. And it's, you can hear the birds chirping, you get a you can hear the crickets mating, you can hear the, you know, you got mosquitoes and you got just quietness and nothing in the, and it's just darkness and it's it's really peaceful. It took me a while to adjust to that boy when I would go because we could walk like, how could I say this? Like neighbors in that, where we was, where we lived in Cavalier Manor. It was, uh, we lived in the houses where we were close together, like we live now. In the country, won't no houses no close together. I mean, you might have to walk, you know, like, you know, you know, like three doors down the way we see it now in, in, in city and suburban life. But then three doors down is like two, two, like full left walk. Where you have a house beside each other, but in the country it's like no ain't no house there, and you got a whole bunch of field, and then you just turn around and you just you just walk maybe like a maybe a quarter of a mile to somebody's house. Okay, quarter of a mile. You know, you know, and the thing is, is that that what was different in the in the country, and at night it won't no cars up and down the road, won't no you won't no. It won't nobody knocking at your door all time of the night. Nobody coming over, no popping up, no none, of, you know, well, none of that. And the country is quiet. It's peaceful. Nobody bothering you. Nobody, you know, coming, you know, you know, nobody, you know, you ain't, won't really no crime out in the country like it is in the city or, or, or in the suburbs, I call it. You know, and it was, I, I kind of got, like, I kind of got used to it. It was like, a, a, it was a change of environment. So, what change of environment have you experienced in your life that you have just up and went somewhere and you didn't know where you was going? Right? That's that, that's what they're dealing with. And because Egyptians do not live with Hebrews, the Hebrews th- that Israel, Jacob, and and his family had to live on the outskirts of town, not in Egypt. They had to live in Goshen. Goshen is a town where it's just, you know, they he gave them, Pharaoh gave them Goshen. And 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 this land called Goshen. And that's where they live. And if you had it, if you wanted anything from town, you had to come in the town, just like in the country. You had to go in the town, you know, you leave your house and go to go to town. And town was a long ways away. Won't no little bit of hop and skip. It won't know like we can go across street now. Go, I, I live in my house now, and I can go straight to the store across street called Dollar Tree, Dollar General, whatever. It ain't like that. They had to go, and they had to live in another town, and they had to go, you know, and that's the kind of things that they are possibly having to deal with in the next chapter. So, and, and it says, it says, that ye shall say that servants trade have been about cattle for our from our youth even until now but we and our fathers that ye may dwell in the land of goshen for every shepherd is an abomination unto the egyptians 
See, they already had rules. Rules was look, you 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 a different nationality than me, so you can't stay in you you don't have no say so in Egypt. You don't have no say so in Egypt. So the separation of the classes is one. The difference of of lifestyle is another. But let's see what happens in the next chapter, okay, babies? And it has been my pleasure, it has been my honor to read this to you. And I hope you have a blessed day. Okay, babies? Well, I'll see you next time on Daily Devotional. Okay, bye. Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBM TV. At LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay. You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so i want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis And I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So, come on in. 
come on in the room and get seen on TV. Okay? All right, babies. I love you.